everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Three Dads and a Console. We know not every dad can stay up to date on the latest and greatest in video game news that you need to know about. So we are here to do that for you. Remember, this show is kid-friendly, so no earmuffs are needed now. On with the show, I'm one of your hosts, Waba Plays, alongside, as always, the Pez. Hello, Pez. Good day, lads. Well, I guess lad. But lad. What's going on, man? You know, same old, same old. It's the crack. Sorry, my glasses were being pushed up from my um, earphones. Okay, Kyle. Kyle's cousin Kyle has issues with his glasses again. Shocker. My glasses. Kyle, my glasses. <laughs> Court is enjoying the House of Mouse. Very jealous. Um, yeah, but he'll What's be with us next week. Right so you're stuck with uh, Pez and I. And um, not a huge busy week. Um, I know we talked a lot about Overwatch 2. Um, last week, that's probably the biggest news. They finally fixed the servers. Um, thank God. Now you get to go in the game and wait for, <laughs> for a it's queue. It's funny because uh, so I have oof, I've been uh, I'm on a mission to hate myself. So I've been playing ranked uh, support and uh, a I'm much better than I was in Overwatch one. And I just think it's maybe maybe either the barrier of entry is lower or maybe I actually am just better than I was in Overwatch one. But B, the servers are super fast. They crushed um, it now. That first week stunk, though. Yeah, it did. Well, I mean, we had the issue. So for those that don't know, Waba and I played Friday night with uh, a guy named Cheeks, right? So we yep. played with Friday and both Cheeks and I had the bug where it locked out all the heroes except the starters for all the newbies. Uh, so we could only play a handful of heroes. It was it was not great. And if you're, like, just starting, that kind of stinks. You know, like, imagine just being able to play those players until, I don't know. I don't know. I know we talked last week a lot about a bunch of things we disagree with. So from a a newbie standpoint, uh, so Sunday I streamed on Twitch and we played Overwatch and I had a a new person join us, uh, brand new to the game. And they actually appreciated being able to walk through certain heroes before Mm. just jumping in. So maybe just from our perspective, we it would kill us because we know the all of them. Yeah. And I think that we, you know, we came in and it was like pick someone and just run with it. And if you like Mm -hmm. them, keep them. And if you don't, that's fine too. And that's kind of what we were what we based everything on. So I picked the well first I picked Diva because, you know, I picked the waifus and then I I found Roadhog, which is the opposite. You picked the uh, the the dad foos. (laughs) That's So, uh, Pez, you are you're reviewing it for our channel too, right? Yeah. Uh, so I'm so uh, upcoming on three dads on a console. We have uh, t- on Friday. Uh, we have a new series we're calling Review in Progress. Uh, so basically, we're able to get games from uh, publishers like Bethesda, and thank you, Bethesda, for they hooked us up with a Fallout seventy six. Uh, Fallout 76 key to review their latest. It's not called an expand expedition. They're called yep. expeditions. This one is called the pit. It's set in Pittsburgh. Unfortunately, uh, my, I thought that what they would have done was give us a character already at the appropriate level to go into the pit so you can review it, but they don't. So you have to start it. You have to start at level one. Um, knowing the life of a dad and a content creator, I was like, there's no way. 
I'm going to be able to go 50 levels and then get into the pit. So what I wanted to do is I started a series called Review and Progress, where when we play live service games, games as a service, whatever, whatever you want to call them, these like, you know, your destinies and your fallouts and your Halo Infinites and all this stuff, right? And there's always going to be content for you to play and blah, blah, blah. We are going to do what is called Review and Progress. So we can, uh, A, satisfy the company to let them know that like, hey, we are an upstanding YouTube channel and podcast that will do what we say. Yes, we are. Excuse me. But B, it also will uh, show the journey from the beginning all the way to when we believe the review is finalized. So they're kind of like a let's play in a very, for at least this first one, a very free form uh, just discussion of what I thought about the opening first couple levels of Fallout 76. Um, so that'll be up Friday on the YouTube channel. I will be reviewing Overwatch 2. Um, and I think I'm going to do a couple me- like quickies. I think they might be reviews of like Madden because I still want to get Madden out there because it's just not good and people need to know that. Um, and a few other games that we have kind of in the hopper. And then Court has a bunch as well. Yep. Um, Uncharted on PC. Uh, we'll probably have a Gotham Knights review because that, that game's coming up in a couple weeks. Uh, I'll have a review of Ghostbusters Spirits Unleashed, which I'm oddly excited for as a 4v1 uh, Ghostbuster game. Have you heard about this game? I have. I've high level heard about it. But so, it's like, it seemed like Phasmophobia plus Ghostbuster. So, uh, have, did you play any of the Ilphonic games before? I did not, know. Friday the 13th was an incredible game, by the way. Uh, Friday the 13th was a great game by Ilphonic, which unfortunately fell to the wayside due to legal issues. So, mm. But that was like a, one, uh, a 1v7 game. And then Predator Hunting Grounds was bad. Uh, I, I didn't play it, but I heard it was pretty terrible so i just didn't deal with it but uh ghostbusters spirits unleashed is a 1v4 game where four people are like these nameless ghostbusters that you can customize and all this stuff and then the one person is a ghost it's your job to go find them and trap them and capture them and uh my crew is very excited about it because we're all ghostbuster nerds so my irl homies are super pumped for this so i'll probably upload it with a multiplayer focus don't know it is crossplay between all the consoles and pc um so yeah we'll see nice so big things coming to youtube channel youtube.com slash three dads and a console and then waba has some stuff coming up too Kind of. I mean, we're going to talk a little bit about it now, but uh, a small indie studio um, named Electronic Arts. Not sure if you heard of them. Um, they came out with NHL. And uh, we, I know we've talked about that like a lot. We typically dedicate a full episode to it. Um, mm-hmm. We'll like, talk about it a little bit uh, since that's actually how we all met. Um, but NHL 23 just came out. Um, again, shout out to the EA Creator Network um, for uh, hooking us up with the code. Um, I was able to play a little bit on Monday. Um, so I didn't get as much advanced time, but one thing that had been cool throughout the preview process. So before NHL releases, they tease different videos based on things like presentation, based on things like hut, be a pro and things like that. And I had the opportunity again through the creator network to get that assets before they actually were shown on YouTube. So, again, if you follow my Twitter, you saw all these screenshots come out um, and videos, and it was because I was able to prepare them ahead of time, which was fun. The hut video, actually, was all ready for bed, and then 
it was there and I went downstairs and I worked to 1 a.m. because I was so excited for it myself. And the game finally came out and um, let me give you my first initial impression. So I mainly play the ultimate team mode. So this is the mode where you get packs, you earn, you know, it's all that stuff. The gameplay, I would say, is similar to other modes. So take that for what it's worth. If you're looking for World of Chell, I can't help you because I'm not good at that mode because I don't play defense. It's very similar to last year. Now, that doesn't mean it's a bad thing because I thought last year's gameplay was good. However, they've built upon it. You can't one-time people into Oblivion, which actually hurts me, so it's weird that I like it because I rely on that a lot. Goalies are very good. Now, everybody always complains, like, oh man, the goalies stink, you can always get by them. They're very good this year, and they recover. So yeah, you have sometimes the weird goal where it goes up in the air and then it hits off the goal. Like, it's a video game, like, that's going to happen. But they can move side to side so well. Um, It's really, really interesting to see. Um, they have the last chance puck movement where like you can be getting hit and you can pass or shoot. And I've seen a few of those animations. It doesn't happen all the time, which is good because that would like be annoying. And then like the things like hitting is improved. Um, and like, you know, poke checks and things like that. If you poke check someone before, what people would do is just spam poke check and try to get the puck away from you. I'm making this weird flapping motion. Uh, it's ridiculous. But now it actually gives you like a penalty. You get like stun locked for a bit. Like you can actually see it. It happens to the AI if they try to poke check you and you go forward. Uh, you'll beat them. So I think they've definitely built upon it a lot. What's happened? And they've all, if you want to do that, you have to qualify for like the weekend ladder or whatever. But um, those are just some of the changes I like. Overall, I'm enjoying it a lot. Um, I took this week off work to play it because I'm a big nerd. So literally all I've been doing is playing it and streaming, but that's exactly how I want to spend vacation that I haven't taken in a while. Of course. And and um, it's just cool to be able to experience it with people. Um, the game, the initial wave came out on Tuesday, the people who pre-ordered the edition. So this is more or less the people that like spend money on the game because um, you get some bonuses and stuff like that. They actually give you $46 worth of points. And then Friday is when the rest of the clubs get it. Uh, <laughs> so you know but it's it's interesting because the, the 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 card market is all like in flux like i'm getting high overall cards for cheap um an interesting observation though from it it has nothing to do with the the gameplay but the market so they added female players into the game and it's interesting to see how these players are playing into the meta you have a choice when you pre-order this version so everybody got it on tuesday of four female players uh they're called x factors and they're basically upgradable uh, there's two, I don't remember the names, but I would not consider them. Then you have, uh, as you put it, Pez, American hero Hillary Knight. That's right, American Hill Dog, let's go. Hill Dog. And then you have, uh, her last name's, I say Pooleen, but it's French, so it's Poulin. But I'm not going to pronounce it that way. <laughs> For the same reason I won't call Finland Suomi, I just learned. That's right. Because so it's Pooleen. And I know if that's disrespectful, I apologize. Um... So, you know, people are using Pooleen a lot. 
like she's kind of part of the meta and it's interesting because i know a lot of people go you know the female players are shorter they're gonna get bumped all over the place she's i would say a cornerstone of a lot of people's teams she's the one center so it's interesting there um because a lot of the female players generally are smaller and in the past the meta has been you want big fast players but like i feel like they're changing it up a little bit um but also too a lot of these female players have high overalls 85 86 87 and people are not pricing them at this moment, I think it's kind of caught up, but like early in the week, they weren't pricing them as they would a normal card because you would take a, oh, an 86 goalie. I don't need that. You know, the goalie's five, six. Typically, people look for like six, three goalies and, they, you know, like the commercial with like a giant walrus in it, the Geico one. Like they're looking for goalies like that. So I was able to snag some of those for cheap because you can use those players in sets. So it, it's really interesting to see how these uh, female players are kind of working into the meta and starting to see which players are more viable than others. But I think the game is fine. I think the game is fun. Again, I'm only speaking to Hut, and um, yeah, so far Pack Luck's been good. So I'm is all that, for it. Is, now, is this review biased because you pulled X Factor Connor McDavid today? Of course it did. EA finally got my email that said, "You gotta, you gotta give me something," because you know the boys think I'm a chump, yeah. and they came through. No, so they're. There again, there are X Factor cards. I did pull McDavid, who this is arguably the best card in the game right now. I had to do twenty-five challenges. Um, it was a lot of work, and luckily it was rewarded, and I didn't just get garbage, which would have made me question life choices. But I do have that on my team. I have the best player. It's not resulting in a hundred percent wins, which is unfortunate, but. Yeah, so far it's I, I've really been enjoying my time, and I know it's technically only been out for like two days. I've had God, it seems like like I've had you know two and a half days to play it, and um, yeah, it's good. Is it a lot of the same? Again, yes, it is, but that again, that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing. I think that they've kind of already resigned to the fact that you know we're not going to see giant changes this year, but they've added you know some gameplay changes. They've added definitely presentation changes. The crowd is definitely more involved. Mm-hmm. And I think next year, if you're looking for a huge change, that's fine. If you, you know, can only, if you have to be very selective about your gaming and you have an HL 22 and you don't care about HUD, you just care about like franchise or whatever, like maybe you don't need this version and you want to wait for it to go on sale. And like, that's an opinion. Like I respect, like you don't need to like, you know, if you have to be selective, I wouldn't say like, Oh, this is one you definitely need. Um, but if you are into these games, I would say it's going to be worthwhile. Just temper your expectations. Don't go into thinking it's going to be this whole new experience. You're going to notice some changes, but you're going to notice a lot of similarities. And I don't think that it being the same is necessarily a bad thing. Because And as long as they don't patch the gameplay again, like they have in prior years, I think that we should be in for a you know, decent year. So I think that's... My biggest thing with the NHL series is the the launch window. I'm going to give it about a month, right? The launch mm-hmm. window is always some of the best the, the game is going to be. Uh, it's kind of what the, in terms of like tuner sets and stuff, because it's what the developers want the game to be. And then what I think happens is they, they read too much into the Reddit posts on uh you know slash uh r slash hot or whatever they read too much into the into the twitter and they listen to you know what i'm just gonna call it out they listen to big content creators who have to 
continue to entertain their folks by scoring goals, right? So if they can't score, they get all frustrated, and then you never hear. And then you know they they're like, oh, we can't score. They run they run to their boys over at EA because a lot of them have good relationships with the people that work for EA Vancouver, and they're like, we get the. It's got to be better. So what happens is the game seemingly gets tuned down to a version that people aren't happy with. With, And I feel like, and wow, correct me if I'm wrong, NHL 22's gameplay was pretty good. I mean, anytime you run, you play just a just one game, any especially a sports game, by March you're like, all right, I, I'm sick of this game. Right? Uh, but I feel like Hut had a little bit of... The tuning changed where people were like, oh, this kind of feels the same as it did before. And then also, and, and again, please tell me if I'm wrong because I stopped my hut my hut journey after like four months because I just couldn't keep up. Stop. Uh, the lack of events mm. or like big time, nothing felt like they were, I mean, I know they do like the weekly, the new weekly car drops, but they weren't like these massive events um and maybe that's just because i was an outsider looking in and a lot of the nhl content i get is from your channel um so you know maybe i just didn't see a different part of it but no it was the same you're right they took out they actually had a section for it they took out something called competitive seasons which was like sub mode where sometimes or like a, a different mode where it was like okay you play games and you get ranked on this certain ladder and then you get rewards they like just took that out of the game yeah it was weird so now that that doesn't exist but what you have is it was, so basically last year it was you play something called rivals which is repetitive it's just normal five on five game you play that you get ranked you get a certain amount of points and then you get rewards based on your rank you can do squad battles which are boring you can do hut champs which is the weekend mode fine that was it yeah. It's just the same thing. This year, you do Rivals, which it's always going to be a different game mode each week, which is great. I love the variety. You get rewards every Wednesday, like last year, but if you get like four wins in a row, or two wins in a row, you get immediate rewards. Or if you get like four wins, so like you're getting that immediate gratification too. And then you have mm-hmm. HUD champs if you want to just play five on five like with you know more serious quote-unquote players. And they changed something called Hut Rush, which was like a more arcadey mode, instead of having like 10,000 points, let's call it, between the ranks where you get like garbage, pa- like literally rewards that don't matter. Now it's 100,000 points and the rewards are actually good. So I feel like some of the feedback that they took in was it's boring. I think that's like, honestly, like that's what I would say. It was. Now I like, you know, I like it. It's my favorite game mode, but like it was like, okay, well, I do all this stuff now I have to wait. And it's like just it so repetitive. But now they're kind of changing that and making it a little more interesting. And they've added mechanics in this game in terms of like trading up for cards, like mm-hmm. trading your old ones for new ones that give you a little more control. Um, the example that, you know, people like to give me crap about is, you know, Mario Lemieux in the game. He's excellent. The only way to get him last year was in a pack. So you can either be lucky or sometimes you can get a do all this stuff to get a choice. One of five random. I opened 11 of those and I didn't see him. Yeah. Like, and to get one was like so much work. It was like, okay, I have to log in for this amount of days. Like, it was unreal. I finally got him last week. Like, that's not an exaggeration. Last week for the last game, they made it available to make. So I did. Now this year, you can like trade in like three of one overall to get like a choice of one from the next higher up. 
and they're they're doing that so you can get more there's more opportunity to get these cards without making it too easy and i i think that's important because i i kind of like resign to it i'm like oh like i don't get this like that sucks yeah i play so much that sucks Oh well. Yeah. Same with this card I just got, the McDavid. Like I played so much less, I didn't even sniff him. <laughs> Not mm-hmm. literally, but like I, well, yeah. But like it, it's like, how can I play so much and not even get an opportunity to? But they've changed that. Even if it's just like you know, trade in four of these cards you don't want for a chance to get one of the other. You can just constantly just do that. Now, granted, mm-hmm. you have to get those cards, but at least there's an opportunity to like. Not just have, oh, I have all this junk. Oh, let me turn that junk into something, you know, potentially better. And I think that's important. My, uh, I, I've always wished, and we've been very vocal about this, and I don't want to go back to the comparisons of the show versus NHL versus e, uh, Madden versus FIFA, but I do wish there were other paths other than being lucky in packs to get cards. Uh, whether it was like, you know, Zidane, okay, the perfect example is Zidane Ochara retires, right? They drop a program where you have to get so many stars to get a, I mean, if it's this early in the game, an 88 Zidane Ochara that everyone can get, right? So just something, something like that. So it allows the free-to-play players who don't have the... T- who don't have the time investment that a lot of the content creators have. Uh, because, I mean, we know streamers that'll just drop, you know, thousand bucks on the game, first day, right? Thousand yep. bucks, write it off, done and done. Uh, we're getting big pack hype boys in the chat, uh, all that stuff. And then we have people like you that will stream it two, three days a week until March, right? So, and then you also play a lot offline. This man, ladies and gentlemen, this man did a live show while watching the auction house so he could pick up a team of the season, Kale McCarr. Or no, that occasion. Team, of, team of the year, Kale McCarr. Like, so Wabag is super invested into NHL. An offline player like Court just has squad battles in this mm. in the challenges like that's all he has uh his pack luck was off the chain last year and i think that's because game modes the game knows when you're playing offline and online and it's giving you that drip to get online right because like he got he got connor mcdavid and then got his x factor he's so lame like he got his base card and like two Dude didn't later, even know what to do with it he's like oh which like- one do i use it's a Two 300,000 coin card. In our three dads chat pops in here, pops up a picture of uh, the the uh, Connor McDavid X Factor. So um, I've already said that unless until it goes on a deep discount, I'm probably not. I wasn't enthralled enough with 22 to, to keep going in this like grind time uh, that I have. And it's kind of hypocritical for me to say because I had played a lot of MLB The Show, but a lot of it was also because, and and this is something I hope EA does in the future, that, that they do not do now, is it's cross-progression between mm. platforms. Uh, so the thing with the, sh- the thing with the show and why I'm not I'm I'm not invested in Madden's mutt. I tried it. I was like I can't do it because my PlayStation team and my Xbox team, despite being on the same account, is different. It's so dumb. And they don't uh, they they don't link up. Uh, so my hope, is, like on the show, I go to PlayStation, lay in bed on my Switch, wake up the next day. It's early. Maybe I go do a game on my Xbox. Hold the teams the same. 
So, like, my hope is as they start to kind of refine this, like, hot mode, and I know that's silly to say. They've been doing it since, what, 2014? Right? We're almost, like, 10 years into Ultimate Team. Oh, my gosh. That makes me feel old. Um, My hope is that they eventually... And I feel like NHL, when it comes to the platform, has screwed it up the most, if that makes sense. Because now it's, like... Last year it was... You're, we're cutting it into quarters, and you stay in your quarter, right? Mm-hmm. This year, it's uh, Xbox can play with PlayStation. Uh, PS5 can play with X and S. 4 can play with 1, right? Mm-hmm. My hope, honestly, and it won't happen, but my hope is next year that they just do away with last gen to- altogether. Uh, and that they just go with a next-gen game that will allow everyone to play together with and against. Because one of the, the caveats to this year is me on PS5, I can play against Court on his Xbox Series S or X or whatever. But we can't play together for, like, uh, Shell. Yep. Eshel. Um, so my hope is that that also is a thing next year. Uh, but from what I've seen on your stream, the game, the little additions that they put into the game, the last chance shot that you had the other day was like very cool to see because it's something that you would see in a legit, in just a real life hockey game, right? The, uh, some of the hitting animations are very good. Mm -hmm. Uh, and you can tell that they have increased goalie speed to try to do away with the cheesiness of, um, kind of the cheesiness of cross crease goals, which I know is to your demise, unfortunately. Um, but cross cross crease goals and, uh, you know, stuff like that. So I'm going to give them props because they're trying. Anyone who thinks that you're going to go from 22 to 23 and it's going to be a massive difference is not a sports gamer. Like, let's be real. Like, you don't go from FIFA 20 to 21 and you're like, oh, my gosh, it's so different. Or you don't go from Madden 22 to 23 and you're like, oh, my God, it's so different. Like, sports games, especially in a new generation, build their engine, how they're going to build their engine, and then just add upon that. It is unsustainable for a studio for people to think that Vancouver, this one of the small, the smallest EA Sports probably uh, developer development team that's out there, to think that they are gonna uh, rip and tear down their engine and rebuild this beautiful, fantastic, well-functioning game is all is not realistic. Yeah. Um, they're going to build upon what they have already put in for like NHL 22 and either you're going to like it or you're not. Um, so I think that more is less of a, Oh my God, I can't believe EA did this and more of a gamer, uh, honestly a gamer expectation because no sport game is going to completely tear down what they do, uh, year after year. There's a few other like interesting things that they're doing. This is not really gaming related, but more marketing related. Um, that's actually kind of impressed me. So um, on Twitter, they're trying to. So you can see it. Um, so if you don't know, Nasher is probably the biggest content creator um, for this game. He like got a job with like, he started doing like GoPros and stuff like he's in the commercial, which is crazy. They just like mm-hmm. dropped a commercial. And he's in it. Um, so both them and the official account were asking for other content creators that may not have played NHL before because they want to hook them up with a copy and introduce them to the scene. I think that's a very interesting way to bring people into the mix because you are taking these large creators 
giving them a free game and they're going to play it. And if they don't understand the like and you're exposing this game to a bunch of other people that might know hockey or maybe haven't gotten into it or maybe they see their favorite person influencer and they want to get involved. But it's kind of interesting from a sense of MLB the show's dead. <laughs> it is been dead for several months, correct? Uh, yeah, I would say like about a month now. Yeah. So much like everybody towards the end of NHL jumps ship and goes to MLB, it seems like they're trying to do the same thing. Yep. So I know we talk about like, oh, EA learning from past modes. I would say this is actually part of that. It yep, doesn't just I have to agree. be about gameplay. It has to be about getting more people in. And I think that's interesting, not just from a dollar perspective, but the more people you grow the game, they get more budget. Like it's good for everyone. The more sales, like I know that's like super corporate of me. I'm yes, a disclosure. I do like, you know, work with them, but like that's not influencing this. I just think it's interesting. The more people you get, the more sales they get, the more budget they get, the better they can do, the more time they have, you know, it's a resource. hundred percent. If you, if, if I get a, okay, Let's say I never played NHL before, but I'm a show streamer, I'm a Madden streamer, whatever. If I get a code from EA and I stream that for a week and I average 12 people, that's potentially 12 new people per stream or 12 eyes on it per stream that's watching this game. Half of those turn into buyers, that's six people that just bought a new game. Uh, I'm going to give this to EA for free. This is free advice, EA. Do Twitch drops. What, it, what are you doing? Do some Twitch drops. Unless I ha- unless they have said otherwise, I don't think they've ever done NHL Twitch drops, have they? No. And um, it's funny you bring that up because I had a devious idea. I was talking in stream today. I'm like, what if I put in my title, drops here in all caps? You should. <laughs> Exclamation point drops. So then when people come in, it says... Uh, and then EA- I have a message come up. Yeah, just have a message. It says like, uh, EA- a- NHL 23 doesn't do drops, like dum-dums. No, I was going to say, spend six hours in here. I don't <laughs> spend six so hours in here to get a, spend six hours in here to get a Kiriko skin. Uh, yeah, and, if you, and, and, and subscribers get double luck. I don't understand it, how you're trying to grow a sports game and you don't do drops when your other sports games do drops already. And it doesn't need to be, you don't need to spend six hours in a stream to get like an ultimate mega pack. You could literally do what, again, the other sports games have done. Madden does it all the time is spend an hour in a in, in any NHL stream and you get a, I don't know, what's their standard pack called? Like a jumbo like pack? Like a premium or, or a base pack. Dude, people would yeah. eat it up. Premium premium player pack or a gold player pack, right? And throw something that, 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 and make it untradeable. You don't have to make it tradable. Make it an untradable pack. People will, that will... Because, you know, we're all addicted to the sports cards. That's why we mm-hmm. play it, right? It's a, it's essentially a, a gambling mechanic where it's like, let's rip these packs, boys. See what we get. The more packs you get, the better it's going to be. And if you do Twitch drops, that's easy. That's easy money because you are literally, you can give out freaking, you can make it 30 minutes and give out a mini pack. And people will go bananas for it because it's free, it's a free pack. And they already gave and, people forty six dollars worth of points for pre ordering. And here's the thing: if you all right, let's say you're a let's say you hang out and wobble plays the streams all the time, and you're like, oh, I've never played NHL, right? Uh, Twitch.tv slash wobble plays uh, five o'clock. No, four thirty. What time is it? Four thirty? Four four thirty? I All just right. I appreciate you. I I don't pay you. I'll enough get the to... plug. I, I don't mind doing the plug. If you if you're 
not an NHL person, but you're like, oh, I want to check this game out. You go over there, you get a couple drops, right? You get a couple packs. Maybe that entices you to go buy it mm-hmm. because it's just it's free. It's free money. It's just sitting there, right? Um, I know the show does it. I know Madden does it. I'm sure FIFA does it, but I'm not a FIFA guy, so I'm not 100 sure. Bad but, games do it. Have you seen the bungus drops that are available in Twitch that you can make active? Yeah, you can. It's like you, actual dog water games. Some of them. No yeah. disrespect to the developers. No. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, so just the idea that something that simple for a company that's know. already doing it in their other sport franchises. And again, we're not even talking about games like Smite that seemingly has. Yeah, I was about to say Smite's the biggest one. You have Overwatch. You have Day Thirteenth. Like oh, the Smite. Cycle Frontier, Eternal Return, Hunt Showdown, Second Extinction. Um, oh, Stream Raiders. Oh, Hunt Showdown has drops right now. Paladin, Goose Goose Duck, GDC October 2022 drop. Uh, Myth of Empires. Me? You know what? That, that classic game. Can you tell me what the uh, Hunt Showdown drops are? Because I'm going to have to go lurk in someone's stream after this. I was making fun of it. I can't believe you're invested. I, um, dude, that game is awesome. Uh, so Billy Questline, Milady <laughs> Poison Bomb. I'm sorry, I didn't realize we were tipping our fedoras. The Infected Hunter. You just have to uh, watch for an hour um, during certain times. Easy one, one hour per week. That's actually really good. Yeah, easy. Dude, uh, by the way, Hunt Showdown is a fantastic game. You would hate it uh, because would. it's spooky and it's a first-person shooter. Uh, so it's <laughs> yeah, definitely I'm out. not a your alley. Uh, but that that is a great game. Um, so I'm glad that they have done a better job, a trying to cast a larger web, uh, but there are things that seemingly aren't hard to do that they should look into. They did, um, they did add for whatever reason, wild wing, who's the Anaheim mascot, the mighty duck mascot to the game like yesterday. Um, really? So they gave it to Nasher to play with. I, I or he said he spent a hundred thousand coins. I imagine they just added it on his account because mascots aren't playable, and it got a lot of people in there because like, oh my gosh, a mascot and hut. And imagine matching up against somebody who has like a mascot on their team. It's like when Doctor Lupo got like the uh, po- uh, portal um, yeah. skin for Fall Guys, and like everyone was talking about it. I just feel like, I mean, it's again, it's been two and a half days. You know, I don't know. You know, the mark, I don't need to know the marketing scheme. I'm not involved in that. But like, I just think it's interesting how they're trying new things. And like, that's always excite me. And I feel like I've talked about that for a lot of like sequels of games and stuff like that. And I think that, you know, it's an agreeable opinion where like it doesn't have to work, but at least the fact that people are trying something new shows that they care. And when you're very invested in a developer, like invested in a game series, that's good. Unless it's Overwatch. Correct. And they're like, maybe you shouldn't do a battle pass, but correct. It is what it is. Well, and also, like, what do we hear come, like, January, February? What do you hear from most NHL content creators? Oh, this game's boring. They're not doing anything. They don't care. They're on to NHL X year, right? They're on NHL. In February, it's going to be like clockwork. Oh, they don't care anymore. They're on to NHL 24. Yeah, it's like Belichick. We're on to 24. And, and then, but now, you know, EA, if they ever wanted to, could be like, well, we're doing all this, right? Like, no, no, we're still doing this. Yeah, we're committed to NHL 24, but now we're going to have a small a small live team committed to whatever. Get new eyes on it. Uh, th- this, you know, post-All-Star all star event, right, where you have to, I don't know, do something to get an All-Star pack, right? I don't know. They are um, doing something like for the first event where if you do like a certain amount of goals and shots and stuff, you do get a maxed out player from that event. 
So again, they usually did that in the summer when people need something to do. Yeah. But the summer is when nobody's playing. Right. Like, right. Why would you do that at the end? And here's the thing. So that allows free to play people to also get a good player without having to do pack luck. So they took I'll, a good idea and put it at the right time, the beginning. Yes. No one people in the summer do not care about building other than Waba, no one cares in August about building Mario Lemieux. No one cares. I did, and it was October. I did it at a principal, at a spite, yeah, actually. I know, I know you did. I'm a, I'm a bit. I'm a bitter man from this area. I know you. We are. all are. We all are. Um, but no one in <laughs> no one in October is like I'm gonna log into NHL 22 uh, and I'm gonna grind for Mario Lemieux because they're not gonna do it. <laughs> they will do that. They'll you know the if, whatever this event is. If the, if the high-ranking person's in 87, which it probably will be, right? Like we're talking like probably 80. Yeah. So in 88, people will play NHL 23 so much to complete it because an 88 right now is a 99 in January. Yep. Uh, so that's – so I'm going to give the content team credit because that's a very, that's a very smart and kind of forward-thinking thing to do. No one cares about your game in the summer. Take whatever you're going to do in the summer and do it in October. Because that's when your player base, your player base will never be as big as it will be from Friday to the following Friday. Right? Because at some point, Call of Duty is going to come out, you're going to lose people. Uh, You know, God of War is coming out, you're going to lose people. Eventually, Harry Potter is coming out. You're probably going to lose. Oh some people, man, that's right. Right. So, like, bangers upon bangers are coming out, and sports games are going to lose people, and that's fine. Give the folks as much content in the beginning to try to hook them, uh, and you do that by doing these kind of event, uh, these kind of events, and then also giving the free to play non online person. Something to do. Because squad battles, you're right. Squad battles is boring. Sucks. It's boring. Uh, Waba boring started to watch his stream too. I hate Waba it. started his stream today and just let the first period tick away <laughs> yeah. in the corner. And the AI didn't do anything because he was just chatting with his he was just chatting with with uh, us DGens in chat, right? And the AI just stood there and let him do his thing. Just let him stay in his corner and didn't do anything. So That's awesome. Um <clears throat> excuse me. So Kudos to the to the content team or live team or whoever runs this part of it for having the foresight to say, you know what? No one no one in August is gonna care about filling out this uh about meeting these completion uh measures to get a 99. Let's give them we say let them eat 88s in, in October. Thanks, uh Pez Antoinette. That's right. Peasant. Marie Pezanet. Uh and you will find, I guarantee, when when Waba is playing in, t- in either next week or the following week, whenever this event is kicking off, you will see a ton of of that card in people's lineups. And more importantly, one of them is Pasternak, and uh, that's the one you should West. be getting. I, <laughs> I think during today's stream, because like we were doing squad battles. I went through because I had a bunch of uh, Lander Cog was there. Um, a lot of people from his stream. This is somebody who I used to visit all the time when I started. They all came back for whatever reason. It was awesome. Um, we were all hanging at the same time. But they're all de- degenerates. And they spent a lot of money on packs. So they have a $99 you get like bundle and then a $150 bundle. So I went down and I, I was actually teaching them math and going by unit cost. The price per point. 
mm-hmm. um, even with EA Play. So I found that uh, if you get the $100, $150 bundle, it costs 0. .0067 per point. And the other one is for 13000 It's for $99. It's 0. .0069. Nice. Nice. So you're saving 0. .0002 per point if you get the $150 bundle, which is exactly how much I get when you watch an ad on my stream. Nailed it. And know what their response to that was? You think I'm only going to buy $150? That's fair. <laughs> Lando, Lando's, uh, he used to be a streamer. He's like, I'm going to log on for one day so I can use it as a right. He's, like, he's like, I'm about to go live for tax purposes. Uh, he's Canadian, so, you know, can't get him IRS, but. That's right. I don't know. The, the stuff you do for content. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't know. Again, I don't know if I'll get, if I'll get NHL this year. We'll see what, uh, we'll see what EA. D- does for the dads EA if you're out there hook your favorite daddies up will you we'll see uh, we'll see hopefully we'll see what EA does for the dads but um you know I could also see getting it Black Friday at a deep discount mm-hmm. right half off whatever so never say never but I do like so far what I've seen in your stream and I, I do like what I'm hearing in terms of like this uh, this event thing kind of blows my mind because I never would have guessed that they would have done that never actual lessons learned i yeah what more can like literally what more can you ask for you might be unhappy with it but effort is acceptable and 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 here's the thing like you can you can't complain you can't an nhl 22 complain and say that oh they you know the the live team doesn't care they don't have any events they they just want us to buy packs and then they're like, okay, we're putting an event out. These guys are going to be in packs. Uh, if you finish this checklist, unless the checklist is like 10,000 shots, 100,000 goals, you know, whatever. Unless it's $20 like worth of points. <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah. Like uh, buy 18 packs, right? Like unless it's something ridiculous, you can't be upset just because you don't like the end result. It doesn't make sense, right? To be like, they don't do events, they don't do events, whatever, they they only care about next year, they, they got our money, EA took our money and ran, and then they're like, hey, we're doing this thing, you can get a free 88 just by doing whatever. You can't be like, oh, that sucks, they suck, I hate this. <laughs> yeah, right. Just because it's not your favorite player. Like, it doesn't work that way, they're trying, and you're not going to like every event. I didn't like every event in the show, so I didn't do some of them. Uh, you're not going to like every event and that's just, it is what it is. So my final, I guess, recommendation for folks, if you're an NHL 22 fan, we know you're going to get an NHL 23. You're hooked. If you haven't tried hockey before, this isn't a bad iteration. If that's something you want to do. And if you have to be a little more selective with your gaming budget and you've already played 23, 22, maybe this is one you pass on or you hold off unless it's something you really have to have. But you know, there are a lot of similarities. I think 24, based on the way that they were talking, I know, you know, we're already two days in, we're already talking about 24, but just based on the, you know, the the online preview event that I was able to attend, and based on, you know, some of the, you know, uh, feedback that has been shared by the that team on, like, Twitter, it seems like you're hopefully going to see a larger jump um, in 24. But with that being said, I'm very much enjoying my time. I've spent many, many hours. So um, that's that's that for 23 at least for you know for right now we'll probably mention it you know future episodes but like you know it's this is our big nhl focus um last thing we want to talk about and again this is kind of more on a 
it's about Twitch things, but it's not about Twitch. Um, I know, you know, not everybody cares about streaming and the streaming culture, but this is something about an, something that happened in an event. And it's kind of very tangentially gaming related. So TwitchCon happened, which if you, again, for the uninitiated, you might think is like the biggest nerd festival. Ooh. You'd be right. Yes. <laughs> but it's a bunch of streamers that go to uh, L.A. And thank God they banned streaming there because it would just be obnoxious. And you just go and you do Twitch things, I guess. I mean, you meet and greet your favorite streamer. I, I don't yeah. actually know what you do there. You go you be famous and you drink with people, right? Yeah, my guess is you go out with other streamers and network and pay absorbent amount of money to fly across the country and do that crazy stuff. So yeah, and if you want to do that, go to TwitchCon. Um, if you, if you want to pay the money to go to TwitchCon, uh, youtube.com slash three dads on console, we will take your donation. <laughs> we'll we'll go next year for you. I ain't but too proud thing, to beg. But one thing we will not do next year is we're gonna stay away from the physical activities they have. Yeah, no one of the booths there, one of the booths there, a Lenovo booth at TwitchCon. They had uh, it was like a it's something you see on American Gladiators or like a bar mitzvah. Yeah, it was, like foam, like it was like foam. It was like yeah. foam sword fighting, was what it was. Yeah, like two people are on a pedestal. Yeah, and what was the person's name? So what? what exactly? So Adriana Chekik, uh, who is uh, in the adult industry. Uh, is also a streamer on Twitch. She was in, uh, and she's actually a great Twitch streamer. I don't know if you've ever watched her, uh, but quite entertaining. Uh, plays a lot of Call of Duty, like super fun to just hang out while she does her just chatting. Very good streamer. Um, she was in the, uh, she was doing the foam sword fighting and defeated whoever she defeated and then went, jumped into the foam pit. Now, friends, Gentlemen, ladies, lovers, if you have ever been to a trampoline park, you know the type of foam pit we're talking about, right? It's the one with, like, the, the boxes and balls, and you can just, like, sometimes they have the rope you swing in, and you just jump into it, right? You just, whatever. Swan dive, uh, one time for a friend's birthday, we gave his son a 3D into it. It was a great time. It's a foam pit, right? If it can handle my 250-pound body, we're good, right? We They can handle anything, right? Wrong. So... Adriana Chekik jumps into this foam pit and breaks her back in two places uh, to the point where she needs a meter rod uh, surgically put into her back so she can be mobile, be upright, Live. be fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She is not the only one. Uh, there were reports of people dislocating their knees as they jumped in. Um, it was really, It was really bad. It was really bad. So... Uh, yeah, just one of the, one of the few casualties I've heard about TwitchCon. The other I'm not going to share because it's personal information that doesn't, um, need to be shared on this show, but yeah, some of the stuff has seemingly been a little out of control. So that foam pit apparently was too shallow. It was like what they say, 10 inches. Yeah, it was 10 inches and it had like a layer of foam blocks on it and that was it. And it was under, it was concrete which does not mesh with the human body well it's like but so here's what i've heard is that they people ask them to sign a waiver which really doesn't protect them because there's obvious negligence right in whoever was running that because you're not creating safe conditions which means your waiver doesn't mean poop bungus Uh, bungus (laughs) um so you have liability from twitch because they're running the convention it's a lenovo and they signed off on this or whatever you have a lenovo who ran the booth 
which, you know, if that was their idea or if it was Twitch's idea, either way, their name's on it. And then you have, like, the venue <laughs> who, like, yeah. allowed it to happen. So, like, there's so many parties. And frankly, I know I'm talking about the money part, or the legal part, because I think that's interesting. I don't really No amount of money is going to, like, be worth it, um, no. because, frankly, like, this person's going to lose mobility. You know, later on, I'm sure she's going to have issues like they need to not just make it right for now, but make sure that there's something there so that later if she does need assistance, then so, she can a- able to handle it. What she does professionally, uh, it's possible she may not, not be able to do that now. So now you have to so, factor in future earnings so whether, for a lifetime. Exactly. Whether you agree with her career or not doesn't matter uh, in this conversation. It's possible that due to this, she won't be able to continue that career she built for herself. Um, and she's already said on Twitter, like, yep, I already called my lawyer. Like, she's ready to, she's ready to roll. Uh, which makes sense. Anyone, anyone should be. Um, a, you're not beholden. Just because you stream on Twitch doesn't mean that you need to simp for Twitch, right? Mm-hmm. So if something happened at a TwitchCon, you hurt yourself, man, and it is, it is due to, you know, it's not due to you stumbling around like a drunkard or anything, but it's due to Twitch or Lenovo or whoever not doing their due diligence. I would say, you know what? I'm gonna sue. I'm gonna sue you guys up and down, and then I'm still gonna stream on your platform. Yeah, because now it's my platform. <laughs> yeah, she's it's gonna be a part owner soon. But it's it's unfortunate because they say like, oh, it's a foam pit. What are you doing foam pits? Yeah, you, you jump into them. Jumping in, like you know, you're supposed to hit somebody in them. Like it could, it literally could have been anyone. And it's just unfortunate because like it's again, it's life. Like, and the messed up part is that it didn't close it down. So the clip is like. They're like the announcer, like one of them's kind of like making light of it because like they don't know it's serious yet. Right. And like they don't shut it down. No. So like you would think that if someone has to be like evac'd, like they probably put her on one of those like what is it, those like, you know, the wood boards, like stretchers. Like uh, that's probably, probably how she exited, probably with a neck brace. Yeah. Why would you get in that? Next person line, like, all right, like what very lemmings. Yeah. But the yeah, fact that you yeah. don't shut it down, be like, hey, this is we're done with this. There's been one bad experience. Let's not have that happen again. No. And we've been talking about, I don't know if we talked about Twitch's like partner cut, but like this comes in like within the past like two weeks of Twitch basically being like, hey, partners who have a 70 30 split, uh, affiliates have 50 50. So like someone pays $5 for a sub, affiliate 250 for a partner, 70% of whatever $5 is. You can do the math. Um, they said, okay, well, actually, you're going to be 50 50 starting. Uh, March next year. Yeah, after a hundred thousand, you are fifty fifty. So you know, g- good thing. Um, good thing they did that because they're going to now have to spend that money on paying this lawsuit. Well, now, um, now President of Twitch is going to come out and be like, "All right, so we're giving you the seventy thirty split again, but it's going to be seventy for us, thirty for you because we have to pay our legal fees." There's, oh my god! So I don't know if you've point. ever heard of the streamer Jake and Bake. Uh, so he Jake did IRL, right? I think he's an IRL streamer. I think he's a partner. He, uh, so Lo- Loco, who is a fantastic follow on Twitter. She does just like Twitch stuff. Um, like the business side of Twitch and the business side of streaming. Fantastic. Great stuff. Apparently, she was reporting that like Jake and Bake was hanging out with the president of Twitch, Dan something or other. I forget his name. Oh, Sheer, right? And he... And Jake and Bay came out on his stream or his live or whatever and was like, I just was with the president of Twitch for an hour. I've never been like so uh, I've never felt so disappointed in the future of Twitch. He doesn't get what streamers want. Like it, it didn't it wasn't a very good recommendation from 
a partnered streamer who is hanging out with the president of Twitch. It's so wild. And again, I know some people aren't interested in streaming culture, but like it's just it's interesting. I think if you're interested in like business um, from a business perspective, because this is such a strong thing. Everybody knows what YouTube is. YouTube's trying to cut in. And it's like just everything going wrong. Like, I know there's a streamer I watch who has 26,000 subscribers. Um, He's probably like top 20. And he basically said, if they don't give me 70, 30 back, I'm going to YouTube. He already he's a huge YouTube following anyway. He's like, it doesn't matter to me. He's like, you guys will follow. And he's like, at this point now, too, if they came and said, I'll give you 70, 30, he's like, that might not even be enough. Yeah. Just because of the decisions. And it's like compounded bad business decisions. You have an event where a you know poor woman breaks her back and you like keep the, the hazard. It's just it's it's wild. And it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So I, I've never gone to a PAX East and like worried for my bodily safety, even wow. like this year when I went after like COVID times. Like it's it's just so weird that like I don't know, I don't know I, I I can't explain it. I know there's a lot like in gaming culture, and I've never even when I took my daughter to Chuck E. Cheese, I had some guy cleaning all this stuff. Like I've never been like it seems just TwitchCon and Twitch and stuff like that. It's like they 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 just can't do something right. I'm just waiting for the other like shoe to drop and then be like, oh okay, let's do this fun thing. But like it doesn't, and I think that's yeah. uh maybe that's why EA is not doing drops. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. It'll t- I, I mean, I Twi- it, but maybe. Twitch is asking for 70-30 on the, you know, they, they want YouTube. YouTube wants the YouTube drops. That's why. Yeah. Ugh, nonsense. But I don't know. That, I just thought that was something that was interesting that Pez and I talked before because it's, yeah. it's keep an eye on it, um, especially if you're interested in like legal things. There's been a lot of crazy legal um, happenings this year. So I think a lot of more people have been getting into like, you know, lawyer YouTube and stuff like that. LawTube, they call it. Um, keep an eye on that. Um, because sure. I think that's going to be a big topic going forward. Is it? Uh, I'm gonna. I'm definitely going to be watching. There's a guy. And you know what? Richard, it it could thing. have ramifications for what happens on Twitch. Like, let's be <laughs> honest, right? If they have to pay her millions of dollars, that's going to eat into Twitch's. You know, Amazon's not just going to be like, yeah, we'll just keep running Twitch at a loss for a while. It's fine. It's fine. You know, Daddy Bezos ain't going to be like, yeah, let's keep taking multiple losses on Twitch. Uh, because I, I don't know the the business uh, actual numbers, but from what I've read, Twitch has been at a loss for a bit, uh, at least the last like two or three years, uh, yeah. and it, and that loss is decreasing, right? But they're still taking loss. Amazon's still taking losses on Twitch, which led to the fifty fifty split for partners, uh, which is going to lead to other things. And at some point, I think I think we it, I would like to have the YouTube versus Twitch talk, considering the three of us are on YouTube court specifically does all YouTube stuff. You pretty much do all Twitch stuff. You do have your YouTube channel. And I'm just kind of in the middle of like I kind of mm-hmm. do both, but not super seriously. And I think it's good to talk about competition in the streaming space, because for a while it was Twitch. But Twitch's decisions have made a lot of people leave. And, like, you know, they banned Dr. Disrespect. I think they should have because of what he did anyway. Like, you don't go filming in a public bathroom. Like, shame on you. But Dr. Disrespect, Tim the Tap Man, right? They, they've they left. And Lupo, Ludwig, it's them, unreal right? the amount yeah, of money so, that have just departed. Yeah. So, and YouTube's like, hey, we're going to pay these people. And eventually, you know, eventually. And they have we'll, a 70-30 split. Affiliate, yeah. like, you don't even have to be partnered. Nope. Nope. So it's uh, it's 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 interesting. Crazy. Yeah. So, yeah, 
happy to bring that up. I'm sure we'll face that topic because, again, I know we have a lot of people who are interested in streaming. And if you're not, you know, it's it's, it's an interesting business angle as well. Yeah. For um, sure. Any any final gaming thoughts, gaming words? Uh, ooh, I can't say those. Uh, <laughs> but I didn't mean like that. I didn't mean like COD lobby. I mean, like... um, don't buy the Overwatch Two Battle Pass. Good feedback. It's trash. I'm From so someone who is openly that. playing ranked Overwatch and enjoying myself, don't buy anything. Don't buy skins. Don't buy the Battle Pass. Do not buy Overwatch coins. Don't do any of it. And if you'd like to know why, check out my upcoming review at some point at uh, youtube.com slash three dads on a console. When I open where I, I can tell you right now, the script opens with Activision Blizzard did it again. And then it rolls into the opening. It is going to be a fire, almost angry Pez rant review. I can't wait. I'm going to be in those comments like a firework, lighten it up. I can't wait. Um, folks, if you enjoyed this and if you want to check out Pez's uh, Venom filled review, Make sure to hang out with us at youtube.com slash three dads and a console where you can watch us live um, or uh, check out any of our videos. Um, Please make sure to subscribe to us and thumbs up our videos and also uh, rate us five stars on your podcast platform of choice. We appreciate it. Supports the show totally free. And next week we'll be back. It will be the three of us. And I'm sure we'll be doing uh, here about the house of mouse when uh, court gets back from Disney as well. I can't wait. Thank you, folks, for your time and attention. Thank you for spending part of your day with us, and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye, Bye, folks.